Welcome to our podcast. We are Vintage City Church based out of Fort Collins, Colorado. As a church, we're currently working through the Book of Romans. If you would like to watch the live video from this episode, head over to vintagecitychurch.tv and we hope you enjoy this message. back in. Thanks to the teams for bringing chairs in. I appreciate you guys making space for people. I was going to be in Romans chapter 4. I had a teaching I was really excited about. I feel like I'm supposed to do something different. So at the risk of it not being great, I'm still going to follow. When we were worshiping, I just felt like the Lord whispered something so clear. And, and it's very simple. It is, it is time to mobilize. I think what's happening here is really sweet and it's really beautiful, but it's really not about us. It's about something in the heart of the Lord for this region. I think what we're seeing is the tip of the iceberg, what's in his heart to release for the church. And so it's time to mobilize. It's time to, I wanna take us to um, a passage of scripture I've never even, never taught on, so this this should be fun. (laughs) First Chronicles chapter 12. There's this list, this, this is when David is, David's beginning to move Israel forward as the Lord's called him to, They're, Israel's advancing. And really what I wanna, I wanna look at is in verse 32, but I wanna read some of the, the verses before this, and I, at, at the risk of it sounding dramatic, I absolutely think this is a prophetic moment for us. A lot of you have come into this thing because there's a hunger in your heart for the more of the Lord. There's this deep cry for the things of God. A lot of you would probably, could, could say this phrase, I'm just tired of church for the sake of church. I just wanna be where the Lord is. I would say that there is hardwired within the people of God a desire for his glory. It is right, it's always been the case. I would also say that there's a tragedy that we too often have been willing to settle for something less than his glory. We've been willing to amass around ideas and systems. We've been willing to gather for the purpose of growth and metrics. But to the people of God, it's always been one thing that they were given to carry and it was his presence. They were always to be met with the Shekinah the weighty, heavy, tangible presence of God on the physical people of God. Everywhere they were to land was to become a geographic sanctuary, a place that had been dedicated to the Lord because of his dwelling. That for the people of God, the one unique qualifier that made them the people of God was the presence of God. It was never to be different than that. 
tragically, throughout our history as people, humanity's made it different than that. But there's a reclaiming of the people of God by the Lord in this season. If we go to 1 Chronicles 12, there's this list of the tribes. And it says, from the tribe of Judah, there were 6,800 warriors armed with shields and spears. From the tribe of Simeon, there were 7,100 warriors. From the tribe of Levi, there were 4,600 troops. This included Jehoiada, leader of the family of Aaron, who had 37 under his command. This also included Zadok, the, the young warrior with 22 members of his family who were all officers. From the tribe of Benjamin, Saul's relatives, there were 3,000 warriors. Most of, most of the men from Benjamin had remained loyal to Saul until this time. From the tribe of Ephraim, there were 20,800 warriors, each famous in his own clan. From the half-tribe of Manasseh, west of the Jordan, 18,000 men were sent for the express purpose of helping David become king. From the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives, and all these men understood the temper of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. And from the tribe of Zebulun, there were 50,000 skilled warriors, and they were fully armed and prepared for battle and completely loyal to David. What we have happening in this passage is the Lord amassing people unto a purpose. I want us to understand that every time the Lord wants to infiltrate a region or move, he does it through people. I think often we talk about the move of God, we think it's something existential and it's outside of us and the truth is the move of God was always, because the presence of God is always to be stewarded on the people of God, so the move of God is always carried by them. What we have happen here is strategy. The Lord beginning to assign people to functions in a region for the purpose of what he wants to do. So here we are in this moment, and I would love to say it this simple. The Lord is arranging and assigning people into this region for the purpose of what he wants to do. I have said it for years. We have an important role to play in this city, but I really, with everything in me, believe there will be a lot of other houses that outpace us that probably have bigger growth, and I love it. Because if we are to contend for a city to be shaped for the kingdom, it cannot be about a church. It has to be about the move of God in a region. On the, the balance side of that is it has to be, the Lord, Lord is, he's a God of order. I think this is a season where what I felt like I'm supposed to lay in front of us is a call to arms to say, it is time to mobilize, it is time to dig in, it is time to root, it is time to join in to the family and say, I'm here for the purpose of seeing what the Lord's gonna do. We've allowed through our history, people of God everywhere, we've allowed division to rob us of our effectiveness. And this is a season for us to be undividable. A season where we take our eyes off of a leader. We put our eyes on the king. We take our eyes off of a system. We put our eyes upon his purpose. 
He is a God of order. He does plant. He does create clans. He does create the fabric of family in a local church for the purpose of doing their portion of his calling in that region. And so we need to be contending for, praying for healthiness in local churches. Why? Joshua chapter 21. Just this, this incredible three verses. So the Lord gave to Israel all the land he had sworn to give their ancestors and they conquered it and settled there. And the Lord gave them, the, gave them rest on every side just as he had promised their ancestors. None of their enemies could stand against them for the Lord helped them conquer their enemies. And verse 45, all the good promises that the Lord had given Israel came true. He is not slack. The things he has whispered into our hearts, the things that he has put into our spirits about what he wants to do in this region, he is going to perform those. They are coming. We are in a season, I think this is a short window for us to prepare ourselves for the move of God coming. It's time if you're not fit into the family, be fit into the family. Find a place to function. If you're here and you're like, I just don't think this is where I'm supposed to be, then please go where you're supposed to be. Because what's coming isn't about a church, it's about a region. And the people of God have to be fit into where they're at. They need to be where they're supposed to be, settled, grounded, rooted, functioning, contributing. These sons of Issachar that we looked at in First Chronicles, they understood the temper of the times and knew the best course of action. They understood the season they were in. Church, the season we are in, we can feel it. There's just this sense of the dwelling of heaven. But when I'm in a room like this, what I'm sensing is how much more is in the heart of God than what we're experiencing. And I'm excited for it. This season is for sure not about church growth. This season is about the reclamation of territory by the king. It's about the reclamation of the marketplace. That his purpose is that we carry his glory into the marketplace. That we carry the sign and the wonder into the marketplace. That we carry an ability to discern his voice into the marketplace. And that we are a people that are so gripped by him that when he whispers, we respond. When he speaks, we take it with absolute authority and we do not doubt it. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. It was out of, out of Romans 4. We recorded the last one. It'll be on podcast. Maybe I'll teach it again next. I don't know. If you're here and you're like, I've been kind of on the fence. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me get really blunt. The way this thing works is that the Lord puts something in the heart of leadership. Gives them a task. They have to trust the Lord. Because this thing works like this. I have to trust that you hear God and you have to trust that I hear God. I can only be accountable for the things he's called me to. Now, unfortunately for you, he's called me to lead this. So you're stuck with me. But 
I want you to understand, for me, that is such a grave responsibility. For my entire life, I've cared about one thing. I just want to be where the glory of God is. That's it. I just want to be where the presence of God answers all the questions on his own. I want to be part of something. I don't care if I have to hold the door every week. I'd love to. I just want to be in the presence of God. For us to do what God's called us to do, it will take us as a family, all responding to his voice, all taking our rightful place in the family of God. The scriptures are so clear. From a heaven perspective, we are a family, we are also an army. You cannot strip the military declarations out of the scripture. The people of God have always been intended through his love and through the carrying of his presence to take places over. Now, I have unabashedly said I really loved Conor McGregor when he was in the UFC. My favorite phrase was, I didn't come to take part, I came to take over. (laughs) That is what's in the heart of God for the church, to come to take over a region. Not with an authoritative heavy-handedness, but by shifting and changing the landscape through the grace of Jesus, through the sign and through the wonder, that we walk into places and they're different. We walk into places that are desolate and that are gray and they begin to bloom and they begin to become green and they begin to become lush because heaven has invaded earth and the carriers of his glory know how to dispense it in a region. But he is doing this thing through order. He is doing it through structure. He is setting people into positions, into houses, churches, localities. The call of God on all of us is to find that place that we are rooted in, planted in, and be there, committed, we're in. That we will manage ourselves so well that we become this absolutely immovable force because we're so secure. Does that make sense? It's not a wake-up call, it's a call to arms. It's time. I would love to say it this way. I think what I heard during worship was the Lord simply say, what you've been waiting for is now. I want to be the sons of Issachar that understand the signs and the season and we know how to step into the things of God. That's all I have. Let's stand. My grandfather used to say it this way. A good sermon doesn't need to be more than 20 minutes and a bad one better not be. (laughs) A part of mobilizing is connecting into the house. We have some systems for you to go through that help do that. Um, Vintage Connect, Vintage Family Track, those are just ways to get involved. The QR code in the back, right between the doors there's a QR code. Um, Scan that if you would. Find out how to get involved, what's going on. I want you to find a place in this house. Look, families are messy, it's gonna be messy. Welcome to life. You're gonna get hurt and offended. Jesus told us we were going to, so none of us should be shocked. 
but this day we live in matters. What will be written about our season? From an eternal perspective, what will be written about what we did in our day and in our time? Will it be written that we were church people when we went to church, or will it be written that we were people that took over a region for the Spirit? That we co-labored with Jesus to strategically shift a geographic region. Perhaps we're the group that gets the privilege of walking out what so many prophetic voices have whispered and listened to for years. I know this, that can only happen on the structure and the order of a people who are under the authority of heaven and are unified. All the info you should need is on the QR code, so I don't have to highlight a bunch of stuff. Wednesday night we're coming together for the express purpose of just prophetic worship and prayer. We're shifting our schedule on Wednesday nights. We're, we're getting prepared for the next building. Some of you, we've asked you to think about what you're supposed to bring for your gifts, for the fit and finish. When it's time to bring those. We're about two and a half, three months out from being ready in that space, and it's kind of critical. We're shifting our schedule. We're on that side at 7.30 every Sunday morning. We're gonna do a worship and prayer time to just pray for revival in the region and mobilize it together. And then the first Wednesday night of every month, we're gonna come together and do it again. We're trying to create more space for small groups and things to happen. This is an important and critical season for us as a family. It's gonna be fun. A year from now, we're gonna look back. And what I hope we can say is, we heard the voice of God and we responded. It'll be tragic if we look back and go, we didn't have the courage, so we missed our moment. I want to have the courage. How about you? All right, let me pray this out. Jesus, we love you. We honor you. Thank you for your voice. Holy Spirit, as always, anything that's of me and not of you, just let it be forgotten, please. But the things that are from your heart, would you plant them deep in us? that faith begin to rise, belief begin to rise, conviction begin to rise like never before, that we become a people so gripped by what you're doing that we would give our lives to it. And we love you, we honor you. King Jesus, it is for you that we do this because we've assessed you and you're worth it. And we love you, we honor you. In your precious name, amen. Bless you guys. Thank you for your time with us. We would love to have you join us at a live gathering on Sunday. Our address is 1501 Academy Court, and it's just off of Prospect Road in Fort Collins, Colorado. For more information, please go to VintageCityChurch.com, and we'll see you next time.